Hey there, before we get started, I always forget to say this. Would you please go and take a moment and rate and review the podcast, wherever you listen to the podcast. It's super helpful, it helps people find the show, and it also gives me good feedback on how I can be making the show better, or how I can continue to be awesome. That was uncomfortable for me to say. Okay, thanks for doing that. All right, now we'll get started. Here we go. Welcome to Doing the Best We Can with Eddie Koffeltz. We, we hope, hope you enjoy, enjoy the show. <laughs> well, thank you very much, even Lucy. And thank you for coming back. My name is Eddie Koffeltz, and this is Doing the Best We Can with Eddie Koffeltz. <laughs> A little redundant there. Uh, in this show, we are trying to find ways to traverse this life together. Some of those ways are going to be random and small and silly. Some are going to be big and brave and scary. And we will likely fail because, you know, we're just doing the best we can here. So, uh, this is a live show. I tell you that every week, but I think it's important to know uh, that you're going to hear imperfections in this. And I kind of hope you do. I think the imperfections are important and we're part of it together. And there is really no veil between the two of us. Looking forward to sharing with you today's main thought, which I will do right now. Issue 10, Person to Person. You may be shocked to know that this newsletter and podcast is completely free and doesn't pay much. So I have a whole other fulfilling mortgage payment life as a director of strategic communications and campaigns. Basically, that title means that in my mind, I'm Don Draper. But really, I'm Harry Crane. Editor's note, I expect that if you're reading this or listening to this podcast, you've watched Mad Men all the way through two to three times. If not, all I can say to you is that the aforementioned comparisons are good enough for Peggy Olson to have written them. Anyhow, in my job, I basically do one thing, focus on the audience. Every bit of copy I'm asked to approve, every color choice I comment on, every slogan or tagline I pitch, every person I hire, everything is run through a single filter, the audience. Now, at this point, I'm aware that it sort of seems like I'm about to share a thousand words on how I do my job. And while I'm happy to chat about that, if it's ever actually helpful for you, this isn't about that. It's about knowing that many of us have a creative idea we're trying to get started. Many more of us have some part of our lives that requires us to prepare for something, for some external consumption. And all of us have something in our brains that we need to make clear to someone else. Everyone has an audience, even poor Ken Cosgrove. Again, you should have watched Mad Men for that reference. So how do we get through to this audience? You do this by knowing them very, very well. I love talking to people about starting a podcast. In fact, if you have a good idea for a podcast and want to talk about it, let me know. Of course, I may charge you in the form of letting me record our conversation and releasing it on my podcast because lesson one, the content treadmill never stops. But I love talking about how to start a new show. Yet what always surprises me is how different the starting points of our conversation usually are. Here's how the typical conversation goes. Someone will say, hey, Eddie, what podcast equipment should I buy and what do you use? And then I'll say, hmm, interesting question. Who's your audience? 
And then they'll say, uh, that wasn't an answer. That was yet another question. You said you were going to answer, but you didn't give me an answer. And I'm really confused. And then I'll say, yes, but in fairness to me, Ms. Question, you just clearly replied with a statement that you thought I would do a question for the very same reason. So again, I'll ask you, who are you speaking to? And they inevitably will quit. Note, this joke is a lot funnier on the newsletter. I think it works marginally well on the podcast. And so that whole thing was supposed to be funny. I don't think it was, but thanks for indulging me. The truth, <laughs> the truth is, every choice from the medium you create with, to the language you use or omit, to the colors you pick, require looking directly into the eyes of your audience and considering them. As one of humanity's great creatives, John Steinbeck wrote, your audience is one single reader. I have found that sometimes it helps to pick out one person, a real person you know, or an imagined person, and write to that one. That's the key. You have to spend a majority of your time finding that one. For this project, I know that one. In fact, here's who you are as of November 2nd, 2022. So in the newsletter, this is funny. In the newsletter, there are screenshots of my uh, metrics that I have. But I will tell you that 88% of the listeners are female, 10% are male, 2% are not specified, and a little under 1% identify as non-binary. The age dispersion is 23 to 27-year-olds make up about 16%. 28 to 34-year-olds, about 33%, and 35 to 44-year-olds, about 31%. So most of the people listening are in the 28 to 44-year-old range. And finally, a lot of you live in Texas, California, Georgia, Tennessee, Ohio, and Florida, which I guess is where a lot of America lives. Back to the article. Look at you. That's why I used Ms. Question instead of Mr. Question though I didn't really need to introduce gender in that scenario. In addition, I know the comments questions you send me every time I write. I see the backend data of what podcasts do well and which ones don't. I know the open rate of the newsletters I send, and I know the demographic of my own social media channels. In short, I'm a student of you. This is, after all, about you. I want you to somehow see yourself in this content. If it was about me only, I wouldn't get Uncle Jimmy to edit this, and I sure as heck wouldn't post and podcast it. But I'm not just writing a diary here, I'm trying to build a brand fueled by you based on the personal content of just some random fella. I know you may not be married, a parent, cisgender male, white, Enneagram 4, creative director, into cats, a Mad Men viewer, etc. And you certainly aren't all of those things. But I'm not trying to make you me. In my life, I've had the ego-ish goal of thinking that if I communicate to you as if you're me, maybe you'll aspire to be me and buy what I'm selling you. Yuck. The audience, you and I, no pandering. We can feel ego, and we will be repelled over time by that which is shallow. But I can still talk about me to you if I look you in the eye and do the work of translating my lived experience into something you can personalize. And in doing that, I can better share what I've learned in the hopes that it helps or entertains. All of us are trying to export something to someone. I've learned from my bit of experience in marketing and podcasting that the best thing I can do to serve any communication is to be a fierce student of the audience. Be that you, 35-year-old-ish who likely lives in Texas, Chicago, or Nashville and isn't super into podcasts where I talk about my cat, 
or my own children, who each have their own best wet pathways for healthy, successful conversation. It's all the same process, caring for that one enough to be curious about them. And just like when Ginsburg finally makes the Jaguar pitch to Don in episode five, (laughs) in season five of episode 11, it all just works out. Well, I have mixed feelings about that article. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if I hit the right tone with that. I don't know if I said what I was trying to say. But maybe, maybe, maybe if you're creative out there, thinking about audience will help you a bit. You know, we've always got next week doing the best we can. Uh, We're going to move now into the segment called The Freescape. I will tell you that in regards to the podcast uh, over in the uh, newsletter, Uh, I do actually answer the question of what podcast gear I use. I do get asked that a lot, and I thought that would be a very boring thing for the actual podcast, but I wrote about the podcast gear in the newsletter, which is kind of trippy. I don't know. This is either a great week or a big swing and a miss. Either way, I've been staying up too late watching the World Series, and I'm giving you what I got. (laughs) Well, but I, um, uh, confession, I forgot that... Uh, I asked folks to leave messages. So you can actually get on the anchor page. Just go to eddiecoffolds.com and then go to the feedback section and you'll see it. You can go to the page and leave audio feedback. I totally forgot I asked that and I forgot to check it. And then yesterday I just kind of stumbled across an inbox that had a bunch of good messages in it. And I've picked a few for us to consider together today. The first one and the first person we get to hear from is my friend, Jeremy. I mean, I don't know Jeremy personally, but I feel like we'd be friends. Hey, Eddie, my name is Jeremy, and I just wanted to say thank you for your podcast. I really love it. Um, episode eight with your interview with your friend Teddy really spoke to me. I, too, was in full-time vocational church ministry uh, for 12 years, and we just heard God saying one day that we were done. And I really resonated with me when he said that he knew it was time to be done, but wasn't sure what else he was going to do because he thought he was going to be doing that the rest of his life. I felt the same way. And honestly, it took me a couple of years to settle into what God had for me next and to be comfortable. So thank you for that interview. Uh, It really resonated. Thanks for all you do. I love having you in my ears again, Eddie. Um, Talk to you soon. Thanks, man. yeah, I, I do appreciate, well, first of all, let's start at the end. I appreciate the kind words. It's an honor to be back in your ears again. Um, and I, too, resonated deeply with what Teddy shared and thought uh, his conversation, especially what he brought in that time, was super helpful and curious, Jeremy, what you're doing now. But you don't have to tell me, but I'm glad you found a thing that uh, is good for this next season. I'm glad you found some peace. I also laughed a little bit because I'm immature. But when you said, like, God told us, I just assumed you were talking about, like, you and your cat. But the two of you were just <laughs> waiting on some revelation. But I assume it was some other significant other. But if it was your cat, no judgment. Boy, that went in a weird direction. Do I need sleep? I think I do. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Jeremy. Sorry I stepped over your lovely <laughs> your lovely words there at the end by turning into a weirdo. Okay, here is Tracy. Hey, Eddie. My name is Tracy. I found you when you had your podcast with Annie F. Downs. And so just thought I'd give some feedback about the new podcast because you asked for it. (laughs) Um, I really like it, but I feel like you're holding back 
I want more stories. I want more in-depth about what you're going through. Uh, I just really feel like this world can learn from you. So anyways, really a big fan. I really do respect you uh, enjoying the show. Just want you to not feel like you have to hold back anything. You've got crazy wisdom, crazy life experience. Don't let this go to your head, but we want to hear it. Anyways, thanks so much. Yeah. Okay. Ah. Goodbye. Uh, thank you, Tracy. I will not definitely not let it go to my head. Um, uh, do appreciate the the thoughtfulness with which you have asked the question. So it's interesting because I I am holding back, and I think um, and I think I should. And there are a couple of reasons. Um, first of all, things are still percolating, right? Like something that happened last week or two weeks ago. Like something happened two weeks ago. It wasn't big, but it was big for me. And someday it's going to come out in writing. But I need to sit on it more. I need to think about who it affects more. Um, the other thing, too, is I don't just represent me. As much as I want to just be out here, I work for an organization. I represent my family. I represent my children. Um, Tracy also mentioned in that, like, we'd love to hear from, you know, the family more. And I get that. But there's also a difficult part of this where there is a balance, where I do need to hold back for the... Uh, uh, for the wisdom of others. Um, no, 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 not for the wisdom of others and not even for the protection of others, but in sensitivity to others. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Um, and also in sensitivity to myself, like there is part of this that's like, it is hard and weird to share something. I'm not parsing my words here. I'm like really thinking through it. It's hard and weird to share something that you're still in struggle with and have someone that you may not know. I mean, you know, like we know each other, Tracy, but we don't like know each other, know something so deeply personal. So to me, it is a fine line between knowing when to share and when it's oversharing and walking right in between that line and making sure that I'm honoring the people around me while at the same time honoring my own story. But the truth from it is, Tracy, is I feel the permission from you and from others uh, to to continue on and to continue to think about this kind of odd memoiry type project that I'm doing. So I will do my best, Tracy, to open up the floodgates a little bit more uh, and maybe someday I get to write a book or something like that and we'll put it all in there. Like some tell-all. There's not some tell-all. Now, The Prince, that is the spare book that came out. Uh that's gonna be a that's gonna be a tell. I can't wait to read that. I won't have anything like that. Okay. Uh, well, that's it. Thank you so much for being here this week. Ooh, closing music. I don't feel right closing the show without that. There we go. Uh, check out the newsletter. Uh, talk about uh, well, some of my jokes probably land better over there in the newsletter. <laughs> and uh, I do talk about some of the podcast gear that I use in case that's interesting to you. Very nuanced, very specific. But if you want it, it's there. You can, as always, leave me a message. I will check them now. Uh, or you can send me an email or find me on social. All of that is eddiecoffoltz.com. Uh, as always, the most helpful thing you can do to support doing the best we can is to share the newsletter and encourage your friends to sign up if they think it's helpful. I mean, I don't want to just spam folks. But if you feel like people would enjoy it, uh, I would love to share that with them. And as always, Uncle Jimmy, thank you for editing that newsletter. Uncle Jimmy is available for hire. Link for that is in the newsletter. And thanks to you. I am already hard at work on next week and look forward to chatting with you very soon on doing the best we can. Oh, I forgot to tell you. Uh, nobody's listening at this point, but whatever. 
I'm taking the week of Thanksgiving off. Be good to rest, to be good to not release anything. So that week will be off. So I think that's like two weeks from now. Okay. Bye-bye.